Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Whiskey Sour Libations of Conversations. I'm your host, Dom. Um, before we get the show on the road and I introduce our guest, I just wanted to remind you guys, not, not about the booty, uh, candles, candles, uh, saint-angelus.com slash candles. Get your candles. It's Father's Day coming up. I know your daddy's house probably smells like a gym locker bedroom or, you know, dirty gym socks or something, you know, or, and maybe it doesn't. And maybe your dad is very clean and you want to keep, you know, the aesthetics flowing. And so, you know, add, add some essence to his life. My candles are a vibe just like me. So make sure y'all cop the candles. Okay. This week's episode is also not sponsored by jack daniels whiskey you know every week i'm gonna call out what whiskey i'm drinking until we get a sponsor okay so i would like to bring in a hilariously funny guy that i've met on twitter we're friends on twitter we we friends now we twitter friends okay you know, the internet has allowed us this space to meet so many people that we might not have never even, you know, crossed paths with. And Twitter has done that for me. And Twitter is something that I would never, ever, ever let go of because every day it's like, what y'all wake up, what 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 we what we talking about today. So without further ado, I would like to bring in Mr. Will G. What's hey, up? Hey. <laughs> hey, 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 what's going on? What's going on? These sinuses is what's going oh, on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry sinuses hear that. literally kicked <laughs> my ass all Memorial Day weekend. There was no turn up. There was no, no beach day. No. And what's I was like that? drugged up. I had a brief window where I was not high from the medicine that I was on. Mm. to go to my homeboy's house and get some food. And then I was like, okay. So now I feel like the high is like coming back around for, yeah. you know, for yeah. a second time. I was like, I got to go. So <laughs> yeah, here I am. And now my nose is running. I'm like, what's up? Mm. So what's up, baby? What it do, baby? Hey, what's going on? First of all, <laughs> let me say thank you for having me on here. This is like, I've never done a podcast before. So you like the first really? person. Really? Oh. Ever ask me, so I was a little nervous today. I was like, Oh my god, what am I gonna say? I hope I ain't messing up or sound stupid or whatever. So, I thank you for having me on. It's an honor and a privilege to be on here. So, thank you for having me. You know, welcome, welcome. I am popping your podcast, Cherry. Welcome. I'm so <laughs> yes. excited yes. because I want everybody to know that every day. I look forward to seeing Will's tweets and, and what has he retweeted? What has gone viral? Because you go viral fairly often. Yeah, I and, do a decent amount. And what's also interesting is that you have all these fo followers. Like, I feel like Twitter is probably the hardest place to build a following. And whereas, because you, it has to be, clever you know whereas yeah. instagram and, and and facebook you're you can visually see for the most part what's happening yeah everything always is is attached to a photo or a video yeah. but but i feel like sometimes i say some funny shit that should be like take it off. <laughs> and nobody even funny. retweet that shit. i said so everybody the funny. whole timeline quiet 
Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> very fun. I tried every time I see you, I try to retweet you because you're very funny. You're very quick witted and clever and all that stuff. So, you know, I try to I try to boost you. I'm I, I got you. I got you. I'm gonna Listen, I'm gonna send you to my followers. I got Listen, you. I'm stuck with the same like little 1300 <laughs> followers that I've had for the past <laughs> 11, 12 years. Long, or longer. I've been on Twitter pretty much since uh Twitter dropped because I had to okay. get on Twitter for a marketing class. Yeah. So yeah. since then, um I'm it's all I'm like, dang, like this the same, like. It, I, I might every now and then get like an additional, and I, and that's the one place that I would love to like have people follow and yeah. engage. Yeah, because just having the dialogue back and forth, and now you have voice notes, yeah. and I be saying wild shit in my voice notes. I yeah. feel like I'm a fairly funny person. You're funny, you're very funny. You so very you know, funny. I tried like th- th- y'all look. <laughs> this, this is how funny Will is. I want I want y'all to see. Hold up. <laughs> man so you know i'm always like because my my i guess my tweets get around so people always you know joan and a roast and you know you know how we do from st louis we're gonna roast that's what we're gonna yeah. do so you know somebody i was roasted and one of my twitter friends she actually put that picture as her profile picture <laughs> So I went, oh, y'all got jokes. So I'm going to take it and just my pen tweet. So it's like, it's kind of like let people know, like, I don't take myself seriously. Like, you can't really say anything to hurt my feelings. Like, as long as you ain't talking about my wife and kids, I don't care. You can call me anything you want to because I'm going to give it back to you. But, you know, I don't take myself too seriously. So, you know, I just like to have a good time, laugh, crack jokes, and, you know, go from there. So that's what it is. And, and, and that's honestly, like, that's what we need. I feel like everybody takes everything so seriously nowadays. They, what I've noticed on social media is a lot of people take themselves very seriously, and it's like they have like this particular brand where they have to be this person all the time. And I'm like, I don't take myself. My life is serious enough. We got enough stuff going on right. in the world. Gas prices is out of control. You know, people don't you know, I know that shit almost eight dollars. Man, look here. I'm about to start selling some butt in a minute. <laughs> Which is something that you said today on the timeline. Yes. I mean <laughs> y'all laughing, but I got two kids, I got mouths to feed, and if this keeps going up, hey, it's gonna be some feet pictures out here. And you know, I got nice right. feet. I wear a 15, so <laughs> Listen. So. It's, 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 it's real and I feel like I think that was also why it was important um, why I started this podcast you know the podcast during the pandemic um, it actually stemmed from collaborating like with Tahir and seeing Tahir do um, he created a nightly talk show yeah. and I always wanted to I was you know moved to LA to do entertainment journalism and things mm-hmm. like that but also fear, you know, battling fear and, Mm -hmm. you know, like being in my head sometimes. And I've always been a confident person, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like you worry about the perception of how people will receive it or will they even receive it at all? Right, right. And so I was like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. I just have to, you know, mash the gas and just go and go for it. And and that's what I did. And I was like, I want to do something that's different where it's just not like Q&A. I wanted to have dialogues with people and meet people and, and tell, you know, stories. And Absolutely. so that's how I, I got this idea. Uh, I'm a little tipsy. 
Um, <laughs> I, would be, I would be drinking with you, but I told myself I'm trying to, you know, get on this little workout thing, or whatever. So I told me and my wife said we're not gonna drink during the week because otherwise I'd have been two shots in with my little fufu uh, seltzers because I've been, drinking <laughs> all you know, I'm kinda, I, I I tell them I'm whack. My drinking, I'm a I'm a dark drinker. I love whiskey and all that stuff, but I yeah. drink bullshit sometimes, and I just do. I I got a little ratchet in me. So I, it's, I, it's right. What what part of St. Louis are you uh, from, and what high well, school did you go on before well, we proceed? Okay. So I'm originally I'm from the East Side, six one eight all all day. Oh hell no! See, there you go. See, you hey, know, hold on, hold on, hold, 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 hold on. We gonna do this respectfully because you ain't gonna be <laughs> talking about me crazy and caring up. But now I'm from uh I'm you know I'm from the East Side originally, so I've been in St. Louis area my whole life, and then okay. I actually moved to this side in 2012 with my wife, not my wife at my time, she's my girlfriend. We got a place together in U City. And then okay. we bought, bought a house. You know, there you go. And then we bought a, you know, typical bought a house in North County. Now, you know, next step is St. Charles, but I refuse because I ain't moving out there. I hate St. Charles. So. <laughs> Hello. My, my, one of my best friends, they just built a house in, um, St. Charles, and I'd be like, "Bitch, this is fucking far." Like, and I grew up on the west side, right? And, and, and it's just different. It, it's very white. Yeah, um, it, it, yeah. And, and that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just be like, "Girl, this, yeah. this is." And I and I, I I got a couple of partners that's moving out there. It's, it's some black folks out there. Like, I get it, but it's just. We trickling because you know um, I feel like a lot of people are starting to move out of North County too, just yeah. because ever I think that a huge shift happened after Ferguson. Yeah, and um, yeah. I you, I grew up around those parts. Like it's interesting to see how everything shifts. Like my my great aunt uncle used to live at Canfield back in the day in the nineties, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of. Uh, older you know retired people like older you know like that lived in that area and then mm-hmm. i have family you know like in um delwood as well so you mm-hmm. know it's just different it's different driving down west forest now just Ooh, in yeah. general and i just like oh, yes. yeah did they give it to the city the cityscape fund because this grass ain't being cut over here hey, over there looking Terrible, like it's, I know. It's I'm like, is, is it snakes in the grass? Man, like, look, <laughs> dandelions taller than you. It's like, whoa, yeah, what is happening? It, Come on, it's true, it's yeah. so true. Yeah. Oh, but okay, so you like to drink whiskey. What's your favorite? What's your choice of whiskey? Um, when you drink whiskey, when I drink whiskey, I mean, I like Jack. Um, okay. I love Uncle Nearest, love you know, Uncle Nearest, love Uncle Nearest. We all know the story about you know, he taught, was it taught Jack Daniels? Yeah, I make whiskey, whatever you know. Call us black yep. folks always teaching white folks, and they take the credit. So, whatever story of America, oh, yeah. right? You know, if, if you guys are listening, I would love to partner and do something great. Uh, sponsor episode or two. Um, it is it's so smooth, very smooth. It, it sneak up on you. Next thing you know, you like, oh, oh, okay. Let me sit yes. down for a second. But yeah, it's it's very good. So I love Uncle Nears. Um, I like Jameson. Um, I do the uh the I I do the gentleman Jack sometimes too, but I, okay. I've always been a you know I, I like Crown. Everybody like Crown. Okay, yeah, we knew it's like you know Crown. You know, um, uh, you have you gotten into uh Tula Mordu? I have not. 
try that smooth too. To hear hit me to that. Oh, and we lost Will. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, he'll be back in soon. Um, but while we're here, as you can see, um, I am debuting a new look. I am, I have cut all the blonde out of my hair. And yeah, we, we're rocking the, the natural hair color. My hair is naturally black and I have not seen my hair color probably in about 20 years. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> I was like, oh Lord, did we pay the bill? Okay, let me check. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh Lord, here we go. <laughs> but Mordu is very, it's smooth. Tahir, um, mm -hmm. shout out to Tahir has hit me to Tula Mordu. And it's a vibe. Okay. It's a vibe. Yeah. Yeah, like, so like we don't have to get you that. Yeah, and like I said, I just, I just, I just be on some ratchet stuff. I be on Capriccio sometime, and <sighs> you are from East St. Louis, so it's yeah. It's see there, y'all. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and and for the people, uh, we and I know a lot of you, the listeners know, but some of you guys don't. East St. Louis is in Illinois. St. Louis is in Missouri. So and. There's a bridge, the Mississippi mirror, that you have to cross the Mississippi to get to East St. Louis. Uh, so I just I want to let y'all know. So it's a difference, you know, and and and, and but I will give y'all this at one point, East St. Louis was one of the most affluent city, black cities in America, and something similar to uh East St. Louis that happened to Tulsa. So I do know my history. And I know that's what happened. We had some, like you said, we had our thing, mm -hmm. and they came through and was like, "Nah, <laughs> right." Every time, the projects. So, so of America, man, you know how they do. Take over everything. Don't want us to have nothing, you know. But then don't want us. To, but then don't want to be involved with us. So it's just like, yo, like it's we weird. be we be thriving and surviving, right. and then y'all just like just leave us alone. But you can't do that. Like you won't even do that. Like it's it's a trip. It's a mess. It's country. I hate it. I ain't I going nowhere, it. but I hate it. <laughs> right. Contrary to popular belief, I will say that recently um, when I was in uh, Paris back in April, I forgot that I lived in America. I always forget. No, no. And I was like, oh, damn, I got to I had to go home and, and go to work. Mm. Mm. So I'm like, but that's always been a goal of mine, too, is to have a place there. Uh, I love I enjoy Paris so much, but um, I want to start to kick some Twitter shit with you. Yeah, um, one of the topics that I want to cover, um, because I believe you also retweeted this as well, <clears throat> is the there was a, a post on the 28th of uh, May regarding um, Travis Kelsey and his girlfriend breaking up. And then the headline was that um, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend's Kayla Nicole allegedly broke up with him because he kept making her pay half of everything in the five years they were uh, dating. Yeah. So. I mean, I know I made a joke about that. I was like, oh, you're, you know, you're an alabaster king is a cheapskate, which I don't, you know, who knows what the story is. <laughs> I mean, it was just, you know, it's probably not even true. I know she came out and said that's not even true or whatever, but 
you know how you know how the internet go. It's gonna, you know, that little bit of they run with it, and then the jokes start flying. And you know, by that point, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It's gonna get everybody gonna get jokes, especially in that type of situation where that kind right, of right thing comes out where it's like a, you know, somebody being cheap and not spending money or whatever. Blah blah right. blah. And it's like, all right, you know, like I said, everybody got my joke in, but you know, who knows if it's, I, I doubt very seriously that's even true. I don't think she would put up. For five, five years, years exactly. With him being cheap, and you know, we've never heard that, but you know how it go. And these blogs start putting out links or something, and you know, people run with it. So you know, that that's just that's the internet. That's how it go, and people don't care about the truth. You know, whatever is funny or the joke is. So everything, everything yeah. is sensationalism and clickbaits. And it was interesting because that headline actually started with like barstool sports that's where the headline came from and everybody which is kind they're kind of known as a reputable source right so that's that's how it kind of took the internet by storm but i i i, I looked at it at a, as a, a interesting way um as a black woman mm-hmm. you know um kayla is clearly black i think they mm-hmm. actually i think they met on a dating show that he had on e but i could be wrong i know mm-hmm. he had a dating show years ago but i i know he had i think he picked a black girl but you know not surprised because the way right. he dresses right. and acts sometimes yeah. um but i felt like this there is and I, we see it happen a lot on on twitter um, and she did follow up and say that not sure where y'all got this nonsense from, but it's absurd and very false. Like you said, I mm-hmm. would not assume that she would stay with somebody that is constantly making her with the bill. Right, right. Uh, I wouldn't. Are you not listen? You asking me on the first day? I'm not splitting <laughs> nothing. I'll tell you <laughs> nothing, story, right. you know, um, before I tell you my point, I remember that actually happened to me. I had been dating this guy. A white guy, older white guy, off and on mm. for, for some years. And we met at a basketball game and he was uh he's a, a developer, like a real estate developer. Okay. And so um the final time that he asked me out, I had sent him, he had meetings in downtown. I don't live far from downtown LA. And um, so I sent him some restaurants. Um in the area or whatever where, you know, he wanted to meet mm-hmm. and he followed up like the day of asking me, where are we going Dutch? Oh, and I was like, Mm-mm. what? He's like, no. yeah, I'm looking at the, the cost of like the food at Manuela. And this is kind of, and I said, <laughs> because in the history of us, when we were dating, I, we never went Dutch. Like you have paid my bills you right. bought me nice things. We you, the second or third weekend after we had even met, we flew to OKC on a whim and we went to a playoff game. Oh wow! So, doing it. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm not splitting no. The average the average cost of a salad in LA is about twelve or thirteen dollars. Right, right. Wow, that is. I said, and awesome. I I not hit him with the block. <laughs> got to you got to go baby. Like, wow. so i know for five she was not doing that and so right. i i feel like there's this weird fascination uh with having make like making black women suffer or are wanting to see them suffer like i feel like people feel like we're not entitled to, to nice having things. certain yeah, you know like nice things like we always you always see the hashtag um 
you know, normalized luxury, like black luxury. women normalizing luxury and all these things. And a lot of it, it comes out of our pockets too. Everybody don't have, you know, men that are like well off or whatever right. that can invest in certain things. Like a lot of us are getting it out the mud. And yeah. it's like, why can't I just en enjoy something nice? And then I think that's just presented. That's just how, you know, society presents black women to the masses as, you know, mm -hmm. being subservient you know, working harder than everybody, being strong, whatever. And it's like, well, I'm strong because I have to be, not because I really want what, to what? be. Yeah. And, you know, you know, the whole, you know, that's another conversation about, you know, the whole, you know, black men in jail or, you know, absent and all that stuff, whatever. And, you know, black women taking the role of, you know, that, you yeah. know, that role and stuff. So, and I think, you know how, you know, especially with white women thinking they, you know, their guys give to everybody. So, of course, when they seeing a black woman getting something, you know, they're going to be upset. And I think also too, with, uh, you know, even in black men, like you were, and that's, I think you were kind of alluding to about that post. And it's like a lot of these, let's just call it what it is, lame ass dudes. Yeah. They love to see that. Oh yeah. yeah. He told her blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, why yeah. would you even want that for her? Like, you know what I mean? That's your black queen. Why would you want her to be mistreated? You know, it, 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 you know, and like I said, that that's just lame niggas, lame, whack, insecure. We call them insoles or insoles or whatever the hell y'all call them, whatever. <laughs> they just, you know, they just they just get off on women being humble. They don't like women. They they, they don't like a lot of, and that's what yeah. I was gonna say. I said, like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of black men, not all of them, but a lot of hot takes or or or. or dialogues that we see happening they hate that they hate their mothers yeah i i i am so convinced yeah. that they hate their mothers yeah and so they want us to suffer because they were lacking something from their mom instead of like figuring out oh you know this was my experience when i date a black woman half of them don't date us anyway and that's cool i want you no way um <laughs> but feeling like it does like the adverse, so they 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 they're jerks and dicks to us. And and, and there was one time I was having a conversation. I was uh, with my homeboy. He hit me up, and uh, I met him somewhere, like at a studio, and we were like kicking shit and talking. And his homeboy was so aggressive to me. Yeah. And I was just, you know, like, and I was just very confused. Like, I just walked into this space. I didn't do anything, and I mm -hmm. I kind of felt like he was cock blocking. Yeah. You know, for the most part, but yeah. I was just like, and it was another time, like my I'm sounding how I am now with the sinus issue. Yeah. So at that point, I didn't even have my contacts in my eyes were itchy. So I had like my like my red glasses on, mm -hmm. and like you know, like I had came from like a birthday dinner, yeah. so I looked like fairly nice. But then the you know, and he was just I was like, what 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 is your deal like with yeah. me? Like you just met me. You're like automatically attacking, but there are a lot of black men do that to black women a lot of times. And mm -hmm. I feel like I was explaining to my my guy yesterday. I was like, I feel like there's this disconnect. Like you guys feel like we feel this way about you when it's really not like that at all. Yeah. And and vice versa. And I'm like, y'all, you know, I say black men have like this chip on their shoulder about something that somebody has said and has trickled down to the masses. And now it's like, well, we, we feel like black women don't allow us this space. Um, 
to like be ourselves and lead and we have to deal with all the masses and i'm like nigga we are equal <laughs> yeah right there you go yeah. i was like when it really comes down Thank to it, a lot of the dude. shit that y'all go through yes you are experiencing it from the the the, the perspective of a man mm-hmm. but we kind of really get the really short short end of the stick because at the end of the day you are still a man and so still with that comes a certain a little a amount little of privilege and I've had that conversation with a lot of my homeboys and they didn't really mm-hmm. understand it because like, oh, you know, black men, you know, we're mistreated. And we are, of course, we're black people. So, of course, we're yeah. mistreated. But as a man, you still have a slight privilege. It's not yeah. no gargantuan thing to where you're going to be. You can be absolved of, you know, like a white man. Right. But you have a certain privilege. Yeah. And you have to recognize. That. And I think that's a lot of the struggle when you see on Twitter to a lot of these conversations are a lot of people, they don't, a lot of black men don't understand that they have a little bit of a privilege. And when you have black women, not, and it's not all, it's not necessarily men bashing, but it's like Mm -hmm. a lot of letting you know their issues with black men. It's not, you know, black women have always stood by black men. They still, Mm -hmm. even when they feel mistreated, they still stand by black men. Yep. So it, it's just a constant dialogue. I feel like that's why I love Twitter because it was a lot of stuff I just didn't even think about as a man to a yeah. woman. I didn't even think about these things. And I'm, and I'm not even talking about like, you know, yes, I have a mother. Yes, I have. But I mean, I'm still not a woman. So I don't think of that on a daily basis. It's kind of the same way that women, that black women talk to black men and, and air out their frustrations. That's the same way you niggas talking to the white man and they ignore you. Mm-hmm. Instead of being so defensive, we need to start listening and be like, oh, okay. I, I didn't know you felt like this. What can I do to make this not happen? I, this is right. a therapist and me talk because I've been in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love you know, it. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? And it's like, and it's basically where the ego has to die. And that's what a lot of black men have as ego. And it's like, oh, if I, you know, and it's like, you know, and we're not taught that stuff. So it's like, you know, especially growing up, we're always mm-hmm. taught to be tough and strong and no emotions and all these things. So you got a lot of these niggas out here just really grown, grown boy, grown little boys. Yep. And they don't know what the hell to do. They don't know how to process anything, listen to anything, communicate, communicate or anything. So it's, you know, it's just, you see it every day. On, I mean, you see it every day on Twitter. Like, Yeah. It, you know, it, it's some days it's just, it's exhausting. And I say, I'm going to leave and come back uh, on my lunch break <laughs> and, see, and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Because I think there are certain things, I think, you know, um, across the board where it's like, you know, I'm in the space of, okay, so when are we going to all realize that we all got shit that we can work on? And when are we going to have a conversation to collectively make our, um, like our people better? Because this divisiveness, like, yes, we know, like you've said this, or this person has said this, this has come up so many times. So let's figure out a solution. Right. When are we going to come together? And I I think, you know, nobody, nobody's perfect. You know, there's things that black women, probably have to work on as well yeah um but you, it, i guess if we just the first thing is you have to admit that you have a problem and until yeah. we get to the point where hey our queens feel like they're being disrespected by us yeah. how do we start acknowledging that and i, and I feel like it ha- i feel like social media has 
I feel like black women have started to get an outlet. It's nowhere near perfect. We're nowhere near the finish line, but I feel like black women are finally getting a voice to this voice to the voice their displeasure about everything, you know. Yeah. Like, and it was like stuff I didn't. I was like, damn. I think my mom, you know, she was so strong. She was so strong. It's like, damn, she had to be. I, it's probably a lot of nights she was crying, and you know, they didn't let yeah, you see all. That. And and I and I think that comes back to a lot of, when you was talking about the men and their mothers. Well, my mother was super strong, and she she hated that shit. She didn't want to be by herself. Yeah. She wanted a man. She didn't want to do that shit. She was crying every night when you went to bed and you didn't even know. And then when you woke up, everything was great. And a lot of black men probably had it. Well, my mama did it. You can't know. She shouldn't yeah. have to do that. She shouldn't yep. have had to go through that. She didn't want to go through that. So, you know. No, that's that's I think I I think you hit it the you know the nail on the head because I think that a lot of men are not aware of the sacrifices and the things that their mothers went through in order for them to just survive. Yeah. And um and I think that a lot of things are owed to black mothers in particular just because of how the system that and how it was set up and mm-hmm. put in place for them to to fail and we always survive. Always. And push through. And so I think that um I think that's why I also I get confused when I you know, even if a guy per se does, you know, does have a healthy relationship with their mother, it's always baffling to me when I see somebody slandering like black women on the internet. I'm like, if yeah. you're saying this, yeah. I don't understand because I, your mother, you it's know, if she heard you say this, I think would be appalled yeah. and so disappointed. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, it's, you know, I think in the earlier days of Twitter, it was a lot of that going on. And I feel like, I, you know, who knows? Somebody probably pull up a tweet of mine. I may have said something out the way. Let's see. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a, that's my fear. Like, oh, I said something stupid. Maybe not even, it wasn't even in the context, but, you know. But, yeah, it's a lot of it was a lot of jokes and stuff. And there's certain jokes, I, you know, as, as crazy as I am on that, there's a whole lot of stuff I just kind of stay away from because I'm not trying to deal with that. I, I never wanted to be disrespectful to anybody. I want everybody yeah. to laugh. The only time I I get at these niggas is like when they coming at me. I, and it's something I said <laughs> in general, and they come in trying to be funny. It's like, oh, you got oh, I got time today. I'm a loser. I don't I don't have a life, so I got all the time in the world. What are, neglect- what are some of the conversations that you uh, <laughs> like? You don't that you want to stay away from? Um, a lot of times, like you know, like it depends on like I, I'm very sensitive to black women. It, it, apparently I'm you know on Twitter I'm the panderer, <laughs> but it's like I'm just like like I, I I look at women as human beings. That's all it is. I, just, women are human beings. They want to be treated like respect. Yeah. Not even it's not that's not a hard concept. It's like you know treat others how you want to be treated. Exactly. Um, exactly. Know, so it's really that simple. You know it, if you're being ridiculous, if you just happen to be a black woman, I'm a joke. But I'm not going to be, you know, skin color or tone or anything, that stupid stuff. You know, I stay away from rape jokes. That's not that's not funny at all to me. You know, try domestic violence stuff. You know, just, you know, Definitely certain topics, funny, yeah. you know, I stay away. From, I don't make fun of your kids because I got kids. I got kids in my head and, you know, people try to get slick and I'll be blocked. I don't even, I don't even go back and forth with you. You're not going to talk about my kids. You're not going to. Yeah. We're not because I'll pull up. You definitely will. You know, that, I, I pull you up. Like, it ain't. It ain't. That ain't. I don't disrespect, and I, I don't disrespect nobody. Kids, because you know, any parent will tell you you don't. That's off limits. And my yeah, wife. I, I think know. kids 
are off limits right. to a certain degree. <laughs> Here you go. Okay, you got to explain. Because just like, I mean, I saw today, you know, you mentioned that um, you wasn't going to talk about T.I.'s son because somebody yeah. said, Somebody said that King looked like a garlic knot. And when I oh tell my you, God, I was crying laughing because that shit was funny as <laughs> hell. Like, look, look, get it twisted. There's some shit that's said. I'm, and I got a sick sense of humor. I'll just like laugh at it and keep it 100 because I'm, because people, why would you retweet that? Because it was funny. First it of all, I didn't it say was it. hilarious. Go get mad at them. I didn't say it, motherfucker. Why would you put that on my timeline? Because I felt like it. Then you can tell me how to tweet and retweet. But I didn't say it. Go get with him. You disappointed yeah. me. Oh, well. Right? <laughs> like, I don't know about that shit. But no, but like, yeah, that shit was hilarious. They was going in. I said, man, I'm trying to think of what they say. He looked like a, 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 the garlic knot. But uh, oh, my God, somebody just retweeted a while ago, and I was cracking up laughing because it was funny. But like I said, I'll stay away from it because, you know. I get it. I get it. Because you're like, know, I, I got, got kids, so it's a little different. It's a little different. I have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Excuse me. But um, I just stayed away because I got kids. And I'm just like, he's a dumb 17-year-old. I'm not excusing what he did. He was wrong. Right. Yeah. But I'm just like, and I, you know, whatever. Now, I could talk about his dumbass daddy and his goofy-ass mama. Yeah, but, you know, I just kind of stay away from the young kids. I whatever. When he turn eighteen, he's it's fair game. I'm gonna get his. <laughs> but you know, he's seventeen. I leave. I let it go. You know, that's just that's. I mean, it's just always like interesting to when you see like people. Um, you know, like how people respond to certain things or how 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 left it can go like really, really fast. Man. But that's why I was like, sometimes I feel like kids be kids can be fair game because like I told my homegirl, I was like, kids can be bitches. Oh. So sometimes I, you they just you know what? You tried it today, I got time for you, little badass. <laughs> oh, I got I got a I got a one year old that's a complete asshole. Really? When when's the one year old's birthday? Let let's uh, let's let's she's August, August eleventh. Oh shit, you got a Leo. Of course. An extra ass Leo, just like yep. all my other friends that are Leos. And I'm like, what? She an asshole. I love her to death. Man, she's an asshole. And she be <laughs> she be going through like she like called my sour patch kid because she really do. Like some days she like me. We cool, we dap up, it's all good. We shake do our GD handshake. And then you know, the next day it's like she don't even know who I am. Burning, like, it's daddy. I'm daddy, nigga. What you talking about? I'm daddy. Oh, that's how we playing it. Cool. No fruit snacks for you. Get your own. Go buy your own. Then I'll be petty. I'm petty with my kids. You got to be. It's a petty world. I'm just raising them to be, you know, petty. It's so funny because I think about the idea of having kids and I was um, telling my homegirl today, <laughs> I at least want one. I'm 35. I at least want one child. I know y'all saying that, but this it's, is, it's, this is not what you want. I don't, I don't have any more hair to lose. So, <laughs> and I got two, I got two girls and I got a wife. I got a house full of women. This is why I'm all this gray coming in. Just stress. I can't Look. see my hairline trash. <laughs> I'm, I'm down bad i'm down bad well like so for me it's more like i um 
I feel like one, I would be a, a really interesting, dope mom. But then yeah. I think about my childhood, right? And I think mm -hmm. about I was, I was, I was that kid. I, I, I wouldn't say I was a sour patch. I was, I was just sour every day. <laughs> like it was like you didn't know. I was a menace, and I remember like uh, the person formerly known as my cousin, like their their dad, that person's dad, would be like, "Man, you you was just so bad," and I was like. I was really good at my grandma Edna's house. So I don't know right. what you're talking about because I was her favorite. You mm -hmm. know, like literally like one of my grandma's favorites. Mm -hmm. But I remember uh, my I kicked my sister. I had some cowboy boots, like oh, authentic. Wow. And with the, the, the metal cap toe. I don't know what she did. I was like, oh, bitch, uh, just kick. And then throwing batteries at her. Wow. Like, something biting and i remember one time she made like these chain links that and they hung from our bedroom door <laughs> she did something to piss me off mm -hmm. and i just went and grabbed vaseline wow. and just lined it with vaseline <laughs> hoping that she would get stuck oh my I goodness what the are you like do you need we need a we need a prayer meeting now do we need an intervention is there some you know, things that we need to I talk was about just very i wouldn't say angry as a child because I, I mean I, I really wasn't angry but I was just like I was very reactive mm, very yeah, reactive yeah. as a kid and um I remember we were jumping on a bed one time and I told my sister this and for some reason my mom you know like the popcorn ceilings she thought yeah. it was so cool she brought it down the wall oh. so her wall like she mm. had this wall in her bedroom and I can tell you this day, we were jumping on my mom's bed and my sister pushed me into that wall Ooh. and I called her a punk ass nigga. <laughs> she was a punk ass nigga for that shit. That, that, and she told yeah. on me, mind you, she pushed me to the wall uh, and, um, and I got in trouble and I, I definitely retaliated uh, mm, after I got in trouble, mm, but it was just like, you caused this. So... Mm. But, you know, as I got older, you know, um, you know, hitting college, like I, I wasn't I wasn't like that anymore. Um, yeah, man, because I had to, <laughs> to jail. I went to jail. So oh, wow. I had to grow up and, and not be oh, wow. reactive yeah. anymore. Jail will do that to you. I'm playing. I went to jail for some traffic shit. Okay, I but I like that. I was, I was going to let her slide. I'm like, oh, damn. Okay. No, uh, no, I, <laughs> and I still shouldn't have went to jail. Yeah. But I got I it, the the cop was a jerk. The mm. cop was a jerk, but it's fine. <laughs> Gross. Like you, you know how that goes. <laughs> right. Um. I'm only child, so I I didn't get the I didn't get the the experience of beating. I bet you know I fought my cousins a little bit, but I didn't get the the overall. Uh, experience with the brother. siblings that, and that's what i love about my my kids and i'm talking crazy but my oldest is a really sweet child and she's okay. really sweet to her oh she's a really great big sister and i you know like she when she gets home from school my youngest she's like really excited to see her cammy get my, my camden so she's like cammy Kimmy, and they give each other hugs and kisses and stuff so it's, it's really sweet I hope they stay close, you know, as they get older. So I know it's going to be some teenage years where they're probably not as close as she's my oldest. Right. Four, but, you know, I, I really do hope 
they stay close. And I, you know, I, I, I love that relationship because I've always, you know, I was the only child. I'm okay with it now. But when I was younger, you, you want a brother and a sister. And my friends had big family, so it was kind of cool. You know, they had the older brother, younger sister, or whatever. And I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, by myself. So, Did, um, what's their age difference? Um, she is my oldest is seven. Okay. And my youngest is one. So they're like, oh wow, they're yeah, almost six years apart. Um, I wanted to have one. I wanted to have them closer together, but my wife, she was like, I like to kick it right now. So I like drinking. I'm not mad at her her for that. You can't, you can't, you can't like, Hey, we need to get pregnant now. You can't force her to do it. (laughs) I just want to have a kid. I don't want to be pregnant. (laughs) You know, I'm I'm, going to be honest. Like that's how I feel. If it could be like the Sims and I was like, okay, I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah, and then you kiss, and then yeah. the carriage appears. Yeah, right. And right. but the idea of it is yeah. like, mm. I, hey, I, I, I have the utmost respect for women when it comes. To, I don't say nothing. I just did what she told me to do because that is a crazy experience of a woman having a child. And the, the, the changes that her body goes through, you know, yeah. after that and the postpartum, the emotions, you know, just everything that like men are so lucky and you Negroes need to shut the fuck up when it comes yeah. to that shit because you don't know what the fuck you talking about. Yeah. Because women go through a lot to have a child and it's just, it's a beautiful experience, but it's, you know, I, when she said she wasn't ready, I like, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Let no, me know. that's real. And it's funny because um when you hit a certain age and I think it's 35 and up actually. They yeah. call it they they don't say it anymore but they call it like a geriatric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pregnancy because yeah. like the you yes, know sir. like you could be high you become high risk. High risk, yeah. And I went to the gynecologist the other week and I actually, I had to have like an outpatient surgery and cause these are conversations that we have to have and, and whatnot. Um, because I have, um, like a cyst and polyps. And so she's okay. like, well, you want to get those removed before you start trying and blah, 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 blah. Like, what do you think that's in? I know we pushed it back because of COVID and then we put it back on the table and you pushed it back again. So what do you think? And I'm like, I'm thinking, I don't want to have the surgery at all, yeah. but I'm like, I don't want, I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm afraid. Yeah. But this is also, it's like the idea, like, yo, like one, I, let's just start with one and, and, and see how it goes. Yeah. Because I mean, women are having kids like later and later now. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, but you know, I, I'm like, I could, I could do one me and I just like, man. And then I think about like, okay, damn, this, this is my karma. <laughs> yeah, You're like you know, you being oh, yeah. slick and saying stuff. I'm like, oh, man, and you want to laugh, and I was like, God damn it, go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I laugh because, like, my uh, my wife is a you know, she's from U City. She thinks she know everything. I love you. I know she's gonna watch <laughs> this, so I love you, baby. I'm talking shit about you, but I love you. Um, <laughs> But yeah, she got a smart. My mom got a super smart mouth. You know, that's probably one of our biggest things: smart mouth. So my oldest is a know-it-all. So they go back and forth and my oldest challenges her all. She don't challenge me at all. She challenges <laughs> her. And my wife stands on it. It ain't like she's on punk or something. She stand <laughs> on it. But she be testing her all the time. And I'll be like... That's hilarious. Oh, that's You know, it's just all... Oh my God, everything. Debate. 
everything. Right. The sky is blue. Well, actually, it's purple, babe. It's blue. Mom, it's purple. Like they're gonna go back and forth. Just stupid stuff. Stupid. That was oh my gosh, that sounds like me as a child. Like yeah, I was man. very, very loud and boisterous, and and I felt like I knew it all. My my report cards would say that I needed to be a lawyer. And because I like to talk, I like to debate, all this stuff. And, and my mom is a lawyer, by the way. Okay. And so okay. she was like, oh, my God, um, you're going to go to law school. And I was like, bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> right. No. I barely want to go to college. Yeah, right. if, if it were my way, I would have, like, went and modeled, like, attended professional professionally. Mm-hmm. And then was like, okay. I now go if, if this is like no, but my mom was threatening to kick me out if, yeah. if I didn't go, and I was like, well, I don't want to go to my dad's house. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, I gotta go to school. So that's how I ended up at Webster. But man, that sounds like me. Yeah, I stayed debating people. Yeah, she just got a little. You know, she's not super smart mouth, but she's just she just got a challenge stuff. She's got that. But I guess we had Type A personality. My wife is Type A. Okay. Control for it. She wants to be, you know, she got to do this, da, 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 this order. And my daughter is the exact same way. Like, if I move her her doll in the wrong place, daddy is <laughs> over here. She will not rest until it goes back to where it was. I'm like, all right, little girl, get out of my face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but that yeah. That is hilarious. So that's um, I got all these grades. Oh my gosh. That is. Oh my gosh, that has nothing. That is genetics. Don't blame that on your your family. I'm blaming on all these light skinned women in my house. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Hey, don't come on my show being colorist, okay? <laughs> right. I'm blaming all the light skinned. I'm like, I I don't stand mm. for that. Now, those are conversations, and hot takes on Twitter. I just get irritated. Yeah. Because it's really definitely. it's it's really a thing, and and it's funny because I remember being a kid and my mom having those conversations with me. Yeah. Uh, because my, my big sister is, uh, very high yellow. Like my sister is hella light skin. And, and, and so my mom taught me super early on in elementary Mm. school about colorism and don't allow anybody to, her words, not mine. Mm -hmm. Don't let nobody piss on you. And because, because of that, she would say the same thing to my sister. Everything was a lesson. was like, don't let nobody piss on you. And I'm like, that Mm -hmm. sounds very vile. And like my eyes are burning. (laughs) Right. But, you know, I had those conversations with my daughter because my, so my wife is is mixed. So she's light skinned. My daughter is light skinned. She's got her coloring. My Mm -hmm. youngest daughter is darker than me. She's dark skinned. Okay. And you, they're like, it's almost like, uh, what's that, uh, Lovecraft Country? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> With, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Letty and Rudy, Let, Letty yeah. and Ruby. That's, that's how, how we look. are. Yeah. That's how they look. So it's very, so I'm like, I'm always thinking about like my, my oldest is light skinned. She's got beautiful hair, hazel eyes. And my, you know, my youngest is darker skin. You know, she's darker skin. She's got her hair texture is different. They're both, beautiful to me both cute and i really try to like you know you're beautiful but i really especially my youngest and i know she's one but i tell all the time you're pretty you're beautiful because i know how dark skin is treated my dad is, is my, yeah. my dad was dark skin my mom is red bone 
mm-hmm. you know, and I'm in between or whatever. And I, what about us? The, the you know, it's always light and dark. What about the you know the waffle color? You know, color I, um, what, it's, we, it's, what are we supposed to do? What, where's our? Where's our? You know, the way it's funny you say me. that. I had a weird experience with the guy. I remember I had a crush on this guy when I worked at my first job that took taxes out my check. I worked at Six Flags. I was 15 oh. and I liked this guy. And um, he said that I was too dark. Ooh, and I was no. like, he was like, I think you're pretty, but you're too dark. Oh. And I was like, you ain't that much lighter than me, but okay. Yeah. Um, you know, and then he would end up going, he would go on to date like one of my homegirls from my high school. And it just still was baffling to me. And then years later, he complimented me and told me how attractive I was or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, you, you said that I was too dark. Uh, I never said that. Have you seen my daughter and my baby mama? I was like, uh, I know now. And she was ugly. But I can tell you one thing. <laughs> this is what you said to me. Right. And I wouldn't make that up. Like it, it's, right. it, was, it's, it was the weirdest thing. But I think also, too, um, my mom teaching me early on about that is that how that's how I got my confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, she was also Absolutely. pouring into me. Yes. Um, and so I always the, the personality that you see now, like this has always been me because of mm-hmm. that. And I give her a lot of credit for that. And I don't know if she knows that. Mom, I, I, I adore you and I appreciate you. Shout out to mamas. You yes. know, um, and my situation is interesting because you know, my my birth mom died. I was six months, and my mm-hmm. my aunt, uh, my mom's sister raised me and my big sister. Um, and so um it was nice to have somebody one alter their entire life mm-hmm. uh for us and two to pour into us like that. And so mm-hmm. um it was really, really dope. And I, I I'm forever grateful for that because it's People, you know, like I have friends that had parents like, you know, transition and their life was shit. And I, you know, people like, oh, you're arrogant. You're this and that. I'm like, nah, I know my value and I know my worth and I know what I'm looking at. So I'm like, if you don't enjoy it, that's cool. And I understand that I'm also not everybody's cup of tea. Everybody has what they like. And I respect that. Uh, But don't come at me saying no bullshit. Facts. Let's call a spade a spade. Facts. And what I know facts. Um is it. is that and I don't I don't hold my value like my worth isn't uh you know I don't I don't need a, a man to to solidify that for me. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the shit with or without. You can just come in and compliment. So um I think it's dope that you are pouring into your your kids and letting them know that they are beautiful, they are smart and mm-hmm. um cuz everybody ain't they can be a lot of people can be cute. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of people are not smart. <laughs> no. They're not smart. Common sense is not common as they say. It is it is it's, it's, unfortunately it's not. Mm-hmm. You know and I I I think it's dope especially when fathers, you know, um, you know, like pour back into their kids. And I mean, and I get it. Like a lot of men are like, well, I'm a dad. Like that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. But it's also nice to hear those conversations and see what parenting looks like for, you know, men and, you know, black men in particular, you know, Um, there's so many, and I hate the stereotype because there's so many dope fathers, black. Yeah. I know so many. And I, and I and I and I really feel like you know I'm I'll be forty in October, but I'm thirty nine right now. So, you a Libra or a Scorpio? 
I'm a Scorpio. Scorpio. You wouldn't want to be a Libra anyway. <laughs> there you go. And I'm an air sign. I'm an Aquarius, and I'm saying that. You I, wouldn't I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know shit about the I feel like it's an air sign thing. People, people be like, you know, you a Scorpio, so you... Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, you, you, you right. That is so mm-hmm. funny. That's but, so uh, funny. But no, but but I I know somebody like all my I don't, I don't hang around in no deadbeats. I don't I, I got some ain't shit nigga friends, but they're not deadbeats. And it's like yeah. they and most of most of us got daughters. But yeah, we, that's so I, funny. A lot of mine they have daughters too. Yeah. And I was like karma. Well, right. But uh, but you know it's like I feel like our generation, like we really took like our like you know my dad was born in the fifties. He's from South Carolina. And he passed away mm. last year. Um, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. And, you know, he was old school. They didn't tell you they love you. They didn't give you mm-hmm. a bunch of hugs. They just, you know, they knew how to provide for you and take care of you like that way. Make sure mm-hmm. you got your food and take. But they didn't have the emotional, the tools to be emotional with you, tell you I love you, you know, build you up. It was always tough love. Yeah. And I felt like our generation kind of took that and like, you know what? Yeah, you provided, and we we saw that. But I need you to tell me I love you. I need the hugs. I yeah. need the reassurance. I need that. And so, for me and my kids, it's really important for me to have just conversations with them, talking, yeah. not talking at them, but talking mm-hmm. with them. Like they're yeah. they're little humans. They're not. Yeah, you know, there's a dynamic of I'm the daddy, and you're supposed to do what I say, and all. Yeah, things. yeah. But, you know, having real conversations, and then when I fuss at them or yell at them explaining while I'm fussing at them, walking them through why they thought that. Because I, I used to tell my mom, I wish y'all would explain stuff to me. Because you remember how black parents are back in the day. Because wow. I said, yeah. so they, 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 they took it as disrespect if you was yeah. asking a question. Yep. And I'm like, I'm just trying to get understanding of what I did or what's wrong. I'm a, you know, I'm a little kid. I don't know why I did that. I just did it. And I, you know, I talked to my kids and I don't, and I don't, I don't, I don't believe in spankings. I mean, I know that that may be controversial, but I really don't. I feel like I take away things. I feel like I'm a disciplinarian, but I just don't feel like I don't feel like I should be hitting my kids. Yeah, no, absolutely. I grew up on spankings. I, you know, I'm typical. I got the belt. I got the race car track, all that shit, you know, and whatever else. But I just don't believe in that. I believe in communication. I believe in, yeah. I do believe in punishments. I be take away stuff. You can't go here, do this, whatever. But I feel like I can. So far, I think my kids are doing okay as far as me communicating and talking to them. And they know when I'm pissed off. They know when I'm upset and I'm disappointed in it. Well, yeah. I see my, my one-year-old, she just... Uh, <laughs> she I'm like, oh, I'm going to pop you again, Dad. <laughs> right. But, you know, I, I my oldest, I really, I'm really big on that, like talking to her. I talk to her yeah. a lot and communicating and just explaining stuff to her. Yeah. I don't know. And it, it goes... It's, it's funny because literally before... Um, you know, we were talking, I was talking to my mom um, mm-hmm. and we were having that conversation. I said, I think that the hang up is, is that people don't really communicate and explain certain things. Exactly. Like you said, like we were, I was telling her even the, the concept of, um, you know, my, her being a, an attorney and more so in particular, a juvenile attorney. So she comes into contact with so many different people yeah. and walks of lives. And so, um, you know, like sexual activity, like sex is a big thing that black people, I feel like it's just so taboo for us and we don't want to talk Always. about. 
And so I was like, you know, I think the conversation wanted, I'm like, we're having conversations too late. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, she always tells me how like, oh yeah, like this kid person start having kids at like a certain age. And then next thing you know, like their kid comes into care, they, you know, and they're 22, 23, and they don't know what freedom looks like because they had to be kids at super young age. They sound the right, they write. Yeah. And so we were talking mm-hmm. about the idea of sex and having sex education conversations with kids at an earlier age. And people yeah. feel like you're forcing, you know, inappropriate conversations. I was and like, but not. no, it's, it's not. It's the reality. It's what's happening. Yeah. And even when it comes to molestation, I was like, you know, we have to explain to kids that we have pleasure points on our body. Mm-hmm. And somebody may touch you inappropriately that should not be touching you and it feels good, but you are too young to be experienced this. And this should not be happening at the hands of right. a relative. Right. So like, so they can decipher it so they can really understand yeah, what's going on, what's going on and to and, be able to communicate this to you. And, and that's so, you know, so many, you know, in our community, that's hush, hush. Oh, that's the uncle that, no, that's not acceptable first off. And then, yeah. Or oh, that's the uncle or the aunt and did whatever, and they just, you know, kind of, you know, keep it hush hush. Or you still gotta be around that relative that was doing that to you, and it's like, what? And how come we don't exile people when they do that? Like, you Man, should be exiled, like you should be excommunicated from the family. Like, I'm being dude, honest. Like that should be, you know, like if if somebody touched my kids, hey, we're not. There ain't no conversation. It, it's, it's no uh, conversation. <laughs> None. You, you hey, get my bail money ready because it's going down. Like you know, yep. that's just I, I ain't no way in the head. Anybody that condones that is getting cut off too. You're not gonna no. You're not gonna tell me that. Whatever. Yeah, no. I'm like yo. Like I'm 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 just being real. Like it's a lot of shit that we be letting slide, and I'm like, why, why, why? Because we've you been know. conditioned to that. That's what we taught. We're taught that, and I feel like yeah. And I feel like that's the good thing about, you know, that's one of the positives about social media is we're having conversations so fast and we're having, we're exposed to so much thing. And people are like, oh my God, I had that experience too. And it's quick, yes. it's instant. And now we're yes. starting to have these conversations and it's like, okay, damn, that's, that was jacked up. Like kind of like with R. Kelly. Yep. Like I grew up on R. Kelly. I was in the 90s, but I didn't think nothing of it. I didn't think, oh, you know, he messed with a little girl. Like, okay. I didn't, plus I was young enough to really grasp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an adult, you're like. I feel like they didn't really tell us like, oh, um, they didn't, like when the video, the the, oh, you see the video of him peeing on that, you know, that woman. And so it was like, nobody said that this was like a 15 or 16 year old girl. Yeah, like. It just was like, oh, and people was like running to buy the tape. And I'm like, yep. And even at the time, I'm like, we, we shouldn't be watching. This is not good. Like, we shouldn't be watching this. But it was like, and then now, you know, in 22, it's like, damn, that was fucked up. Like, what the fuck? And he got these songs talking about this shit. This nigga is disgusting. It's like, wow. Yep. It's like, damn, we was listening to that shit. We was vibing to that shit. And it's like, oh my God. And it's like, but that. <clears throat> But I feel like that's what social media has done. Yeah, it's like it's really forced these conversations. It's like we're re- we're re-examining everything that's a societal norm, and it's like, yeah. nah, this ain't right. This don't make sense. So, <clears throat> no whatsoever. And I think that, I think that's the also the dope thing. And it's but it's also still interesting to see how people navigate the idea of even R. Kelly. Like I, I blocked somebody 
I, it, it's some mm. games I just don't play. Yeah and, yeah, and and that's one of them. And it was somebody I was really fucking cool with. And when Bill Cosby had gotten out, she had made a comment like, "Oh, R. Kelly, we we getting you out next." I said, "Are you are you serious?" She was like, "Yeah," mm. but I knew some shit had happened where she could have been sexually, you know, assaulted. Yeah, and it 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 it. it, it that situation alone, like, I was like, you're an idiot. I can't, I, I can control yeah. what I see and I don't need to see this. Yeah. And, and recently, like, she hit me up on, like, my, my podcast passion. I was like, she's like, oh, did you deactivate your, your, your Instagram, like, your main Instagram and your <laughs> Facebook? I couldn't find you. I said, mm. oh, no, sweetie, you blocked. Mm. And she was like, why? And I said, because you said this. Mm. And it's trigger warning for me. So you are my, and, and it should be for you as well. But be, hey, I, I was like, hey, I'm, you good? I was like, it's no, it's no beef. I just, I just don't allow mm. energy. And if that's what you represent, I don't need to be associated and affiliated with you. Facts. And it's just that simple for me. Facts. Yeah. And especially stuff like, if, you know, certain things that hit home to folks and they, you yeah. know, joking in or just, just that, you know, a, a mentality that's just not aligning with you. You got, you, you do have to kind of, cut that off, you know, quickly. And then, you know, I was just, I was so disappointed, you know, when I was on Facebook and when Bill Cosby was going through what he was going through and some people like, you know, the black man and all this stuff. It's like, y'all, the nigga stuff. was drugging bitches. Yeah, like it's not, it's not rocket science. It's like, it's not. he was drugging like, bitches. Yeah, it's like, we know. I'm sorry, by the way, because I know your wife is watching. Sorry. Um, but I'm like, that we know would have fucked willingly and you drug them what kind of weird freako i fuck corpses like type shit is that that's like but it's weird. A, you know a power trip that's yeah. just that's a power ego power trip because you know it's like it that's just that's just you know a, a power thing whatever because it's a lot of men and you know positions that have access to women but they do this because you know the the power trips they going on, but you know, like I said, I was just so disappointed. So many people, yeah, you know, just big enough. And I'm like, and then you know, they bring out the white man. It's like, and this is what we, you know, we were talking about earlier. And it's about the black man. It's like a lot of times y'all act like you just want to have, the, you know, the impunity like white men. You want to have, yeah. you want to have that really power. Say it. You want to have that. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to be like the white man raping and pillaging with no consequences and no accountability for your actions. And it's like, no, like, yes, Harvey Weinstein is a piece of shit, you know, and, and Kevin Spacey, they're all pieces of shit. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. R. Kelly is a piece of shit, but that don't mean R. Kelly don't need to be in jail. That's not a hard concept. Yes. I'm, you know, unfortunately, you know, sometimes the white man, you know, like I say, sometimes a lot of times the white man get away with a lot of shit. And that's yep. sucks because this is a white man's world. But that don't that don't <laughs> absolve R. Kelly of what he's doing or Bill Cosby or who any, you know, anybody else. And I said, like, you know, how you sound like and then y'all talk about, you know, well, if that's my daughter. Why does it have to be somebody related to you? Like, that's a human being. It's not hard. If they're mistreating people, they need to be in jail. Exactly. I don't, who, I don't care what color they are, whoever they ain't gonna do me bashing it's, a black man. That, you know, it's whatever. You know, it's, it's it's honestly like it's really that simple. And and it even like the whole situation um with like the school shooting and, and like you know people like Ted Cruz. I was like, okay, somebody need to start banging on these niggas because I feel like 
if it was your kid, like just just think about that for that aspect. Like if somebody sexually assaulted your child and and, and the, the rage, all the things that go through your mind, like you said, get my bail money ready. Right. And I feel like that's what happens. Like a lot of people like that proximity. Absolutely. Whiteness. And Absolutely. so, and realizing that at the end of the day, this don't wash off. Nah. This don't go away. And, and, and nah. your know, sentencing is a lot harder. So you better, you better tread lightly, my friend. Your black like, ass I, ain't I really getting away with that, that shit. <laughs> you know, whatever Man. you think you're doing. I don't care how much, even the money, because we didn't see R. Kelly had money, Bill Cosby had money. They're going to, yep. you're not them. So you can go on with that shit. I mean, you shouldn't be doing it regardless, money or whatever. You shouldn't be doing it. But you're not gonna. You may you may not get the harshest sentence, but you go black ass going to jail. You are gonna get punished. Yeah. Oh nigga. yeah. You a nigga. You got, you and you better hope they don't beat your ass in there and and, and take you out because they. Man, because we know it's, it's even harsher for for that. Um, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. So be, super quick before we get out of here. All right. There's been a lot of, and again, I am not a sports analyst. I am a spectator. I say this okay. all the time. Okay. All the time. I enjoy watching the game of basketball. And uh, today there was this whole debate with, because uh, Kevin Durant had retweeted something like a clip of something that like Skip uh, had said, saying that, you know, Michael Jordan has like made the game of basketball. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Steve, you know, Steve Smith came out with that. Yeah, and yeah. And so, I want to. I want to know like your take, like because I feel like sometimes, I feel like people are when it comes to trolling. I feel like this. I mean, they everybody now because of Twitter and and social media in general, mm -hmm. people have level certain access to to whoever. Everybody, yeah. Everybody. Um, yeah. And so everybody has a hot take or opinion. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, just like how we feel like Twitter is entertainment, mm -hmm. I feel like Durant and everybody else also feel like that as well and can have healthy debates. But I feel like he in particular gets it the hardest. Yeah, well, I, I the thing about Kevin Durant is, and, and it's, it's twofold, it's two things. One, Kevin Durant is sensitive. He's he's a sensitive guy. He okay. He he's a very sensitive guy, and, and and I think a lot of people are. A lot of people. I'm sensitive. You know, I, I'm a sensitive person too. Okay. But and also, but I also think too. He's saying, you know, I want to control the narrative. A lot of times, y'all say stuff, and it's just not true, and you're not going to lie on my name. And I and I, and sometimes I feel like if if I was in that position. Maybe I would maybe I would say a lot more, you know. Yeah, maybe I would be caught up in it, you know. And now he was whack for the uh the burner account. That's some lame ass shit. <laughs> I mean, you, know, you got hundreds but what of if, but here's the funny thing even about that. What if he just really didn't give a fuck and was like, you know what, I'm finna say this shit and I'm finna speak about myself in third person and just let it ride and be that. That shit, whack. You too rich I mean, for that shit. I, look, it's, 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 a, it's a balance of I get it, 
in the sense of you have emotions, you have to, and and, I, and I'm big on that. Like these athletes, you know, entertainers, whatever, you know, musicians, they're people. They don't deserve yeah. to be disrespected just like anybody else. Right, right. But at the same time, there's a level of you kind of just kind of got to let some of that go, some of it. If you want to clap back, I get it. Like, I, I ain't mad at it. But when people see that you're always going to be sensitive, they're going to keep trying to go at you to get a reaction. You know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like, in a, another example, LeBron James. LeBron has got whole networks all day, every day trolling him. You don't hear nothing from him. You know, and like I said, it's two different people. Like, LeBron's yeah. like, I'm, I'm above all that. I don't really care. Like, you know, Skip Bayless has literally made a career off hating LeBron. Yeah, exactly. You know, and he when you he never says nothing. I you know, and I appreciate I respect that because it's like you know he catches hell from you know you got whole Facebook groups of old retired dudes that ain't never did in their life hate LeBron. It's like you know, like I said, I'm not the hugest LeBron fan, but I you know my energy I I don't hate him at all. This nigga built a school. How am I gonna hate LeBron? Yeah, I'm like <laughs> the nigga built a school. Right, he built a school. Like this nigga, he wants your kids to learn. Like, what is you mad about? You are too old for that, Marvin. Go back to work. Your mortgage. Not Marvin. Marvin. You know, I think, do. I think the the thing is is that people. I think I I, I'm not gonna say sensitive. I think that people are surprised one that this person has enough time because people have different hobbies too. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that he is, you know, or anybody in general or whatever. Cause like everybody has their day, you know, you know, Matt Barnes drove 90 minutes Absolutely. to go pounce on Derek Fisher. Still, yeah. still hilarious to this day, by the Absolutely. way. And they made I, up I think, shit. I, I think that, um, that's like the interesting thing is just like we 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 say okay well this person might not ever see this or and that's how people kind of yeah tweet yeah definitely. sometimes based definitely. on that which still yeah yeah I be tweeting you I know you see that shit stop fucking playing with me bro it's lot of my DMs uh, so uh, I feel on. like people <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way about Rihanna I've been trying to I tell her but you know she got pregnant on me so I know it is what it and, is. Which it's it it's just still I still never mind that's a whole conversation for another oh, day. I don't, I, don't, I don't take niggas out the friend zone and I'm keeping <laughs> the buck with you. It's a no no for me. Because with that, that's we I'm gonna have to have you back for that because that's never take a nigga out the friend zone because I'm my ready. experience with that shit niggas get an ego. Mm. We we ain't gonna stay there. But I feel like a lot of times. <laughs> People, people are just like shocked because we don't know like what this person day entails. Like now for him, you know, like it's the off season or mm -hmm. I have a day off and so I'm just right. interacting with people or, yeah. or whatever. And it's a conversation that we're just having. Mm -hmm. And then you, you want to add extras. And I feel like it's certain things like, I, I feel like people have to let go of certain things. Like yeah, I'm tired absolutely. of seeing the conversation on my timeline. Oh, he left this team to go do this or yeah. LeBron did this and that. And I'm like, dog, like who fucking cares? Yeah, like what yeah. they, what they do is what they, what they eat. Does it make you shit? Right. Like, so yeah. let it go. And that's, that's kind of my, that's kind of my philosophy too. Is like, I've, you know, like I said, and it just like for me, it's just a respect thing. Like I'm, I'm not finna just go talk crazy to Kevin Durant just cause. Like I don't really 
don't care. He don't care about me. I don't know him. He don't know me. I, you know, that's right, not my right. thing. And you know, like I said, the internet, it, a lot of these dudes, like I said, lames, <laughs> whack ass yeah. dudes, they want to poke, they yeah. want to poke the bear. They want Kevin Durant to say something crazy to him. And it's like, that's just lame. And, and y'all grown, grown, like you got a mortgage and shit. You got, you know, <laughs> like, stop, bro. Stop. It's, it's funny because, like, even I remember, you remember the hot take with, um, that uh Channing Crowder said about future and, yeah. and the, the, oh my the God. Russell. So interesting enough, I posted maybe like a, a terrible photo of him. I don't think it was from his rookie year or whatever. Yeah. I posted on my podcast page. Yeah. And I tagged him. You know that nigga sent me a message. Mm. And so we're going back and forth having a dialogue about what that even entails and what that means. And mm. I'm like, so what you saying is, is that it sounds like you're projecting. They are. They are. A lot. A lot of them are projecting, and yeah. I was just like, "Well," and and when he was trying to give me the breakdown of what a square is and how a lot of athletes be square, I'm like, "Nigga, you talking about yourself, bro? Like bro. you are digging a hole." Talk and then when him. I told him that he didn't want to talk no more, I'm like, "Okay, mm -hmm. boom, I got you." Right. Like it really be like, but I didn't think in yeah. a million years yeah, that, that he would say would something. That shit. Yeah. I was like, and then he untagged himself on the post. <laughs> I was like, I didn't think you was really gonna see it. And if you got this energy, yo, I need the engagement. Say this shit under the actual post. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm funny. like, numbers matter, man. I'm trying to get yeah. that that following up. Get these trying brand to get deals. That, trying to get the un Uncle Nears. Come on, Uncle Nears. Uh, okay, okay. Um, but well, I I want to have you back. Um, this was such a dope conversation. Yeah, and you know, um, so much will probably have happened down the line, um, and yeah, I, we definitely have to do this again. And I know we yeah. both have a finals game to get to, yes, um, yes, halftime. And I appreciate yes. you uh, allowing me to take up a little over an hour of your time. Hey, um, I, like I tell you, I, if I wasn't doing this, I'd probably be on Twitter right now. I tell you, I really don't have a life. Kind of a loser. I neglect my family sometimes for Twitter. So, you know, Twitter is like, I'm just playing. But no, like I said, I, I appreciate you having me. This is my, like I said, it's my first time ever doing a podcast. So, you know. You I'm have interesting takes. I'm going to be screenshotting in the future. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm like, okay, I'm sending you this because when we do the next episode, yeah. I need to bring this back up. But tell everybody where they can find you um, on social media. Um, I'm on Twitter. It's Mr. G 54 M R G E E five, four. And then I'm on Instagram, uh, just chill. Will 1982. So, you know, follow me. I, you know, most of the time I'm joking. You know, I, I, I can give you a little bit of seriousness. And we was we was pretty serious tonight. So yeah, we were. I, 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 we didn't, was pretty I didn't anticipate that. I wanted this to be a ratchet episode, by the way. <laughs> hey, I'm you not know. gonna lie. I was like, oh, this shit gonna be ratchet. And then right. I was like, I, I was like oh. trying to get my like, man, I gotta be funny. I gotta joke. And then we were just kind of no, like, I, I, I really serious, I did though. want ratchet, but then but like, but that's the dope thing about the conversation. The conversation just kind of leads on its own and it yeah. and it takes us down different winding roads. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, this is also a side, like, you know, like a lot of people might not even know or you know, uh yeah. know about you. So it's really yeah. dope. So that's why this is why this is here. Yay. 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 Um, so I just want to remind everybody we got the candles. Um, I know I said I was gonna start updating my website part, like the blog part. 
I'm, I'm really going to start doing that because I be having stuff like running through my mind sometimes and just even posting like random one off videos um, outside mm-hmm. of the store. Um, but that's Saint Dash Angeles and that's S-A-I-N-T dash Angeles, A-N-G-E-L-E-S dot com. Um, and be sure to like, subscribe and share the podcast. And honestly, we're, I'm saying that because the algorithm sucks. So if you see something of mine that you like, especially on IG, please like it, comment under it, because the algorithm will recognize that this is something that you want to see and content that you want to see. Um, and it will start to reappear and also add me to your favorites. Um, and that's all I got for y'all. And I will see y'all here next week. Thank you again.